Shit Tape Heads, welcome once again to the 100th episode of Make Us a Mixtape. I'm your host, Marty DeRosa. I'm your other host, Paul Farvar. And, uh, oh, Paul, hold on a second. We're getting a uh, oh, special. Oh, oh, special. Oh, 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 hold on. My computer's blinking. What's happening right now? Hold, hold on a second. I, I don't understand. Phone line. I, I don't understand. Hey, it's me, Kurt Loader. I want to wish the boys a happy 100th episode. Apparently, they do a show called Make Us a Mixtape. Uh, either way, uh, Kurt Loader here for MTV News, wishing the boys a happy 100. And um, thank you for uh, buying a cameo. It was uh, quite expensive, but apparently... <laughs> Worth every uh, penny. Music Insiders... Paul, I'm still doing this. Uh, excuse me. Paul and Marty are uh, quote-unquote music insiders. So, uh, good luck with everything. Uh, to another 100 episodes. Um, well, that was Kurt Loader. Thank you so much. That was awesome. Uh, Worth every penny, yeah. Unfortunately, Paul, we've got uh, we got to start the podcast with a, yeah. a little bit of news. Um, Adam Duritz is going to do a hundred <laughs> episode. Yeah. Uh, no. Billy uh, Billy Corgan. Yeah. Uh, that's all I know. Hundredth um, episode. We are doing uh, we are doing the the part two of the end, and it's a little fitting because at least for a little while we're going to be uh, we're going to be pausing this podcast. This is the end. Of make us a mixtape, 100 episodes. Yes, we did 100. We were contracted legally to do 100 Fulfilled episodes. Filled our obligation with Capitol Records. And uh, we're and good. And WGN. No, we're just taking a little a little break from the podcast. A personal, uh, we have a personal issue between Paul and I. Uh, <laughs> we don't beef. like each other. No, uh, just, you know, just life. And uh, we'll be taking a little break. Paul thinks that uh, the podcast is just going to take off and we'll be forced to, to, return. Uh, to come back and return. Um, and uh, we'll see how that goes. I was watching... A, uh, a 30 for 30 about Mike and the Mad Dog. There were these New York sports guys, New York sports oh, radio yeah. guys. They were doing the show when they uh, like hated each other. Yeah. And I thought about other like radio duos like Opie and Anthony. There were people on Howard Stern who hated Steve each Dahl, other. Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer. Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer who were legends in Chicago. And I just was like, could you imagine like having to like oh, I can imagine. do a show? No, yeah. Did we have any guests back in the day that you were just like, fuck this guest? Not uh, fuck their mix because there's definitely been a couple. There's I was a like, couple fuck your mix. that you. Uh, I think that when we had a guest on, like your faith in humanity was lost. Maybe a couple. Maybe a couple. Um, nobody. No, I think we did yeah. a good job. I don't know. Did you? Did you have anyone that you didn't like? Sure. Okay. Yeah, That's I'm not going to say who <laughs> no, they are. Of course not. Uh, if you see me in person, I'll tell you. Yeah. No. Um, or just like the the lists. Um, lists. Sometimes a lot a, of bad lists. Sometimes a bad list made for a good show. I will yes. say that. Um, uh, some stuff like <laughs> there's just some songs that I'll like be like God I can't believe someone put that song on their mix. <laughs> there's stuff I think about still that's funny uh, that I, that people did on this show. Um, the yeah, funniest I thing I remember that I did that was one of the biggest goofs. We had Allie Clayton on and she was she put a share song and I mm-hmm. shit on share and she just paused in perfect time and goes well that song reminds me of my mom Paula. Yeah, and I was like I know, I know I feel like we learned <laughs> we did, not and to then like we shit on uh, Amy Shanker's friends song, well I mean Amy that was yeah, the, that whole mix was luckily it was funny because it was a disaster <laughs> um uh, but I mean, sometimes like people would just come on here and just like, well, I don't know. I like this song. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. Or they'll like send us six songs. That's not how we do things right. here. Uh, but no, overall it was wonderful. Uh, we got to uh, hear a lot of songs that we would have normally heard. Um, I it learned. changed my life on country music. I learned. That's for sure. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and a little 
alkaline trio respect a little bit i learned uh i learned that you work out to um (laughs) uh, music you know ballads uh people still uh message me about that or message us about the book does paul really listen to fascinating yeah I, I now, think there's other people that do it. There are people that listen to sad music to work out. Like now, if I'm like listening to music or watching <laughs> old music videos and it's just like, you know, like a, a, a like a slow, beautiful song, I just picture you at the gym just fucking pumping iron. <laughs> oh, it's the best. I get into the lyrics. I think that the one thing that we've got a lot of fans always sending us updates on Counting Crows, we really appreciate that as well. Yeah. That, we become like the Counting Crows Smashing Pumpkins <laughs> boomer uh, can you believe podcast. what these fucking guys did podcast um <laughs> who would you have wanted on here if we could have had our, our pick of anybody <sighs> man uh I really we talked about lim bramer coming from xrt i mean these are like those are possibilities well no he well, actually a possibility was, or like he would be a dream he guest. was actually going to come on uh but then uh corporate the, corporate, corporate america no. jumped in he's and a friend of no. the pod um, I would have loved to have Billy Corgan on. I would yeah. have loved to have Adam Duritz on. I would yeah. love to have, I know he's canceled, Ryan Adams and uh, Phoebe Bridgers. Did you read that new article about uh, no. Ryan Adams? Trying well, to, it was kind of one of the those. The new album is pretty good. He, um, you know, these canceled guys, they'll put out an article every once in a while or someone will do a story where it's kind of like, he's angry now. He wants his life yeah, back yeah. now or whatever. Um, uh, and he, yeah, it's, I don't know who put it out if it was like, I don't know. Anyway, I read. I would have loved to have some comedians like uh, some of our, our comedians I respect who yeah. talk about music. I know uh, sure. I, a friend of mine was going to do it. Chris Frangiolo was going to do it. We couldn't get it to work. He's He's got a podcast that's great, um, cover to cover, where uh, they always play music too, and he just doesn't give a shit about the law. Like he's yeah. like, He plays hey. the songs too. You were a he's lawyer, like, so we me. didn't get yeah. yeah, we kind of played the lawyers. Um, I learned the power of uh, who are some, I guess, giant. Oh, um, you know, who would I have liked on here? Uh, I would have, I thought it would have been very interesting to have Billy Corgan on here. Yeah. I, uh, you know, he has a show now that I've been trying to do. There's a show he does when he's at the show. At the coffee shop? Yeah. He's a comedy at show. Madam Zuzu's? Madam Zuzu's. And I want to do it and I want to do my Billy Corgan joke, but, uh. A comedy show? It's a comedy show and he's there. <laughs> oh, it's on no. a Friday though. So it's been really hard for me oh, to no. do Oh no. And it's in the burbs probably like. It's coffee shop, and, and people go to the coffee shop. He's just hanging out. Yeah, there. I, I know people who've come to town who've who've made it a, a a mission to go there and see if they could spot him. He's, the, I mean, he's there. Yeah, that's what they say. Okay, who else? Well, who go. else would you want? Um, I, you know, it would have been interesting to get some of those those old Chicago legends. You know, yeah. Well, uh, we got Joe Shanahan. We did have Joe, which was real cool, and it was uh, we had that was TV. that was one of the cool ones. Yeah, we had uh, we John had, Norris. I mean, Kurt Loder would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, it would have been, you know, like a like a like a Matt Pinfield or Matt or Pinfield. Uh, you know or the or the or the um, you know maybe like a Henry Rollins or something like that. Like people who oh. who are kind of like. But although when I say that, I'm like these are all the people like Henry like that I see in a music documentary that I'm like. Dave Grohl, every music documentary. Yeah. Henry Rollins, every music documentary. I would want to hear from other... You're right. I want to hear from people that we don't really hear yeah. a lot about. But Serena Altschul, my old crush from MTV <laughs> News. Uh, any any comedians that you think would have good music uh, stories? 
Um, I'm all comedied out. You know what I mean? I'm just a little comedied out. You were going to say the power. What'd you learn about the power? You were like, I cut you off. You were like, oh, the power of, you learned the power of, and then I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh, man, I can't remember. The Power of Love by Huey Lewis in the news. Huey Lewis. No, just, uh, what did I learn? I don't know. I can't remember. It was interesting, too. I mean, it's interesting how a lot of those old songs uh, have have lasted the test of time, and we'd have like 20-something, 20-year-old comics on here who are just like, oh, yeah, I have this oldie song, because we kind of cracked the formula early on in the podcast where it's like, you got one by your favorite band, one that you're kind of listening to right now, a golden oldie, and just like, a, you know, like, yeah. oh, this is just the best song. Well, Molly Kearney didn't know uh, the Blind Melon No Rain video. That was a, that was Huge. a moment. Yes, absolutely. Of aging for absolutely. me. Absolutely. Um, you know, we were we were supposed to do it with Kanye West at the, uh, at, the at Soldiers Field, uh, but he he was just too busy. Too busy, yeah. Um, we didn't argue with anybody really. There wasn't any. Uh, I always I kind of spoke my mind. You kind of did the political route. I think when I oh I would just shut up. I would be remiss if I didn't say uh, people just were not having Paul talk shit about Scott, which is so funny. Yeah, uh, Tapeheads just put still Paul in get, his place. Still get shit for that. You got uh, we call that heat in the wrestling business. <clears throat> Boy, you've got it when it comes to Scott, which I is uh, leaned into doing, my role. It's odd that we, as we are ending this podcast, Scott is feeling a resurgence. Yeah, are a you feeling it? Talking about the it, summer yeah. of Scott, they're calling it. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said that yet. I think uh, I think it'll be interesting to see uh, what if if anyone went back. I know people got mad that our lists were always yeah. on Apple Music. They're like, "Why isn't this on Spotify?" Hey, I'm a I'm a Spotify guy now. No, you changed because iTunes makes my phone a thousand degrees. I don't Is know why. Right? I especially with iTunes or with, yeah, uh, I gotta with get, the podcast app. Um, I got a new phone too, and I was like, "Why is my phone a thousand degrees?" And I actually saw someone else tweet about it, where I was like, "Woo, maybe it's not yeah. just me." Um, let's do this. Let's say that uh, maybe we'll come back for a Christmas mix. Yeah, we'll come back for we'll special. Come back every once in a while. If you s- email us at paulmartymakes at gmail.com, and once we hit 100 reviews, the, we'll come back and uh, discuss what you yeah, say. and we'll but, do, uh, uh, for sure I'd love to do a Christmas uh, a Christmas. People episode. had a lot of episodes that and we th- will go through. And I think and we told Matt Drufke he could be on the Christmas episode. Yeah, he wants so, to come back. Uh, a lot of people want to come back. Sure. And like, we'll get you back. Uh, the Dream Guests, obviously, if they come back to us and they're you know if kanye feels better he wants to come back he's welcome yeah. billy corrigan offers always there for you matt skiba i know you're an alkaline trio and blink 182 uh oh, anytime you want to come we'd by. be remiss if we didn't say promise ring Prom- have, i mean you know they never emailed us they back never emailed they us never back. emailed us back and and uh which to me is consent sure that's musically yes uh musically yes um so this is paul's mix Yes. Of the end. Paul, how did you uh, perceive this topic? I created it as the end credits because I knew we were ending the show or whatever, pausing the show, if you will. And uh, I pictured the end credits. And that's what I did. I didn't want to have any breakup songs. I wanted to have songs that were the end that didn't involve death or breakups. Mm -hmm. I did a good job of that, I believe. Um, You kind of did. But I think I did a better <laughs> job. I, I submit you have the you did uh, the better mix of the two. And I mentioned on the other episode, you know, obviously I didn't go with the uh, traditional like ends like my way. Um, don't look back. In I anger. just love how anytime you say my way, I think you're talking about Limp Biscuits. <laughs> my way or the highway. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm so thinking funny. of a Frank Sinatra. You know, covered by a lot of people. I'll tell you what. When I think of that song, uh, and this is like just such a treat. If you ever want to watch it. Go on YouTube. Don't go on the WWE Network because they don't. They, they're not going to pay for a Frank Sinatra song anymore. Uh, when Roddy Roddy Piper was going to retire at WrestleMania three, 
they did a tribute to him and they played my way and it was one of the greatest music video pro wrestling videos of all time so as a kid i knew frank sinatra and i knew i think i knew my way was his song but i remember seeing that and being like this is fucking awesome well there's a lot of good covers of that uh, Simple Minds is too obvious. I forgot about Closing Time. That that was funny. Would you put that on there? We talked no. about it last episode. Two on the nose. I had too many. I had too many songs that were like I. I was gonna put the one that was the last to get cut. Um, I have Phoebe Bridgers has a song. I know the end. That was on there. I had an Elvis song. Um, I had Band of Horses. A lot of stuff by them that didn't make God, it. It's like your workout mix. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and then um, what and Band then, of Horses song? Deathless Shrimp. Oh, I don't Not know Funeral. Funeral one. was the too obvious call. Okay. But then. Actually, I uh, I saw your list before yeah. I finalized my last two songs, and then I was like, ah, eh, I'm gonna go more traditional instead of like songs that are ends to me. Yeah. And then the one that was the last to get cut was "She's a Rainbow" by Rolling Stone because it reminded me of Kristen Wiig on her last episode of SNL. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. They played that song, and then she had that and Ruby Tuesday, and Mick Jagger was actually the guest. Really? She a big go Stones back fan? and watch it. No, it was it was <laughs> just, just uh, out that way. They wrote. I actually watched her on Howard Stern talking about that episode. It's one of my favorite episodes of SNL because it was like her farewell. Yeah. And they did this whole thing. And uh, she sang or she danced with everybody in the cast. And people are like, it was emotional. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, and then Lauren came out and sang with her. And then they all sang Ruby Tuesday. And Mick Jagger was there. Wow. And he sang it too. You got to cool. go download it. It's it's such a cool place. As a person who doesn't have emotions, that was one of the and, things uh, that's emotional to me. But it didn't make the If cut. you haven't seen it, uh, Barb and Star go to the Del Mar or whatever. It's the fuck. It's a Kristen Wiig movie. It's oh, so good. It's like, she's so awesome. It's insane. It's insanely underrated and it's so funny. Get real high and watch it. It's awesome. Yeah. But those are the ones that didn't make it. And then I went traditional. Um, I think I, I, I started the pod, uh, the, the mix with, but you have to have Bob Dylan. We, it's funny. Cause you ended yours with Bob Dylan. Yeah. And Traveling Wilburys. And I think it's a perfect yeah. time. We didn't plan that. Uh, when I saw this, I went, fuck, this, this is song? the song that I was talking about oh, last no week way. where I was like, Oh, this song, I was going to put man in me by David Bazan from page of the lion. It's mm-hmm. a cover of it instead. Oh, Cause it's from, um, yeah, it's from the big Lebowski. But then I was like, this is more the end than I see anything. my cover of this song that I like. Mike Ness from Social Distortion does That's a, a good really one. great version of and this. And Johnny Cash does a good one, and Willie Nelson does a good one. Yeah. And it was really hard to pick which one, so I just said, fuck it. I'm going to go with the Bob Dylan one. Yeah. My band Carmatis covered this. Jocelyn Baker <laughs> fucking crushed this. There you go. Let's play a little of Don't Think Twice, It's All Right by Bob Dylan. This is best song. Well, it ain't no use. Nah, not to me. Hmm. Is it to you? Mm, I don't know. you don't know by now. And it ain't no use to sit and wonder why, baby. I remember uh, covering this at bars, and she played the guitar. Jocelyn did, and I would play djembe on songs when two guitars weren't needed. And then for this song, we start. I started doing djembe. I'm like, nah. You can't play jumbo to this. It's I just remember like it's just solo song. For whatever was the deal as a kid, hearing songs about like, hey, didn't work out. I gotta get it. I gotta hit the road. I was like, fuck yeah. I just loved like breakup songs of just like, and when he says like, you know, I ain't saying you treated me unkind. You could have done better, but I don't mind. I gotta go. It's so. So it. it's funny you say that. Like I, I don't think of this as a breakup song. I know it is. Yeah. But I just think of this as a. 
hey man, like whatever we had together didn't work out. Yeah. And maybe that's just me being kicked out of so many bands. Yeah. But um, I just I just feel like that Bob Dylan is so vague with his lyrics that you can almost mm-hmm. it almost applies to everything. And I feel like this song is one of those songs. But yeah, I, Leonard Cohen was a couple that let too. Yeah, but I remember. Uh, Really getting into Bob Dylan, and I mentioned it before, even last week on that uh, the the uh, the definitive history of rock and roll documentary. And I remember they really were just like, "This Bob Dylan guy is a big, he's a big deal. You should probably get into him." Yeah. And I remember I went to the 24-hour Walmart and I bought the like Bob Dylan's greatest hits. I have CD volume one, maybe I think it was like volume one and then two and three was yeah. a, was a duo or something was a double CD. But I remember. Uh, somebody talked about this song and I was like, I gotta check this song out. And I remember being like, holy shit, this is like the shit. So it's funny. I'm the opposite. I didn't get, I didn't know anything about Bob Dylan until I was like in my 20s. I mean, I know who he was. And, yeah. I, and I had the, like a Rolling Stone, that Greatest oh, Hits Volume 2 had a cr- couple bangers on yeah. it. But I just kind of like put it in the back. But then I got into the band and then the band, when they were the backing band for Bob Dylan, it mm-hmm. changed my life. And then uh, every band I was in, they all loved Bob Dylan. It's just one of those yeah. things that later in life I appreciated. Well, it's then, weird too with this. With this is like, I mean, he has these like chapters where the songs all sound the same, and then now everything sounds like this, and now everything sounds yeah. like this. And this was like that early Bob Dylan that I really liked the most. Yeah. Freewheeling and just like yeah, it was just like that's what I dig the most. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, there's a reason why he's one of the best. It's funny, yeah. After a while, you're like, oh, this is why everyone likes this guy so much. And, I, and I've told the story on the podcast before where I've met Jacob Dylan multiple times. Yeah. And uh, still remembers me and my band Fat Albert with a PH. I uh, think that's so funny. Uh, I remember... <laughs> yeah, we're just... He's just one of those guys I that I feel like when, I'm going to run to again. When he showed up on the scene and they're like, oh, Jacob Dylan and the Wallflowers. I was like, oh, this guy thinks he looks like Bob Dylan, so he's using the <laughs> Dylan last name. I don't know why. Like The wrestling in me thought like, Oh, this guy's saying he's he's Bob Dylan's son or whatever. Such a gentleman. I mean, to, I always feel like I always feel sympathy for people who have fathers or mothers who are successful, and then just I, maybe because I I relate because my dad was so successful. It's kind of like you always feel bad for them. They're they're yeah. in someone else's shoes. Even with the Trump kids, I'm like, God, they're such fucking idiots. But they have no choice. Or Biden's kids. Sure. But like Jacob Dylan to fucking. Can you imagine the The balls balls. to go into the same career as your dad and still, I mean, he did pretty fucking good with it. Speaking of, speaking of that, did you, were you going to put hallelujah on here at all? No, I thought about that. I I definitely didn't want to put any hallelujah. Uh, Leonard Cohen had a different song that I was going to put on there, but I didn't want to put any Jeff Buckley because of the reason where I feel like all his songs are about, girl they're mm-hmm. just breakups okay or death okay so i didn't do it but cool did you were you gonna put all of on there no i just thought about it uh well while you were talking no here i've got my list of songs that almost oh, okay. made the here let me see your list let me you see you can't your read list my handwriting but. oh i can figure it out <laughs> uh oh my god i can't they're all coded words uh yeah okay okay i can't read any of this yeah what's the selfish song elvis song suspicious minds oh yeah that was the first song I ever played live. And uh, Jimmy Flanagan and I, comedian, friend of the show, were at uh, a bar, and this guy was playing it uh, just horribly. <laughs> and I think we, te- oh, we messaged you. Paul, here, here. okay, now that we're not doing this show anymore, 
you need something new to do with your time because you only have 800 <laughs> things you do. Picture bar rescue, but it's Paul going in to coach the acoustic musician. musician. So you walk in. First, you'll send me and someone else in. And like me and, me and Sarah will go in. You're in the car. You're like, all right, go in there and, and listen to this guy. And Can then we, we go in there and I order a, I order a beer and some mozzarella sticks and yeah. uh, we're listening to this guy and he's so bad. I just start puking my food like on bar rescue. <laughs> I just take one bite and oh, fan rescue. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then you come in and you're like, just stop, stop playing, stop playing, shut it down. Shut and then, down. and then you take this guy and you, or girl and you, and you, uh, you know, you just kind of like put him through the, the process and you, you teach him what it's like to be a, a cover band, a bar band. Um, you know, there's distractions know your there's things going on. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a very, it's funny now that you, I'm out of the scene where you have like self awareness. It's just like, man, you cannot sing this song. Don't he's a great. This guy was great. Yeah. Most people are good guitarists and they can't yeah. sing. That was me. I like, but hearing, I knew I wasn't good. Singer. I like hearing where people were like, you know, whether it's like, hey, we're all doing, um, you know, Bob Dylan songs on an, on an album. That felt like back in the day there was more of those yeah. of like we're all doing uh, a Metallica song. And there were certain people who were like, I ain't fucking with that song. I appreciated that. But yeah. people being like, I'm not, that song's too complicated or too iconic. Like, I'm not fucking with that yeah. song. I'd rather there's take a lower, rules. yeah. But there's people that do these shows or or like they'll do a cover of a song, like Suspicious Minds. Like, yeah. dude, it's don't fucking, Fine Young Cannibals did a good version of it, to be fair. But some people are like, just, and, and the guy that we were watching, he did a, I, I sent you a clip. You're like, what are yeah. you listening to? It was Mr. Jones. And I was yeah. like, so bad that it was like yeah. ruining our our yeah, experience man it, i mean and i was teaching <sighs> flanagan he's like he's like what is it bad about i go okay can you not hear that <laughs> like he's like oh now it I just care. sounds like chaos bad well, uh bad music it's just the it's just vocalizing it, look when i cover songs that are out of my thing you, you change the key there's ways to trick but don't fucking play it anyway Anyway, Bob Dylan's easy to sing though because hey, he has a bad voice. Let's get to your next song. Who's who's a uh, it, I'm a, I might put this next performer in the Make Us a Mixtape Hall of Fame. You introduced this is this song is for you. Um, I appreciate that. You got me into the chicks. Yes, uh, the former Dixie Gaslighter was a song that changed my life on this podcast. Yeah, and we I went played back. Some Earl on here. We've done a whole bunch of yeah, songs. yeah. And uh, this song is now the most played song. Um, on my phone you know if you, if you ever go back and look at your I, there's a you can look on your itunes or on your um yeah on your phone okay. and it says uh top 525 songs Ooh, you ever go there and no, look you at have it to show me that oh it's it's unplayless it says top mm. 25 and it shows you what's the most played and i always like to see who's gonna sneak up and win and yeah. right now this is one of the most played songs it's just it, it combines everything i love i love female vocalists i love uh beach boys classics and uh i just it's a sad song to work out to. yeah man this was like uh i know it's not this version but when they play this in boogie nights it's like perfect well this is the i guess this is the finale for big love too which i never got into that show never watched it but uh this is god only knows by natalie Maines. fucking amazing It was when I listened to this, I just hit play of your playlist, and I was doing stuff around the apartment, and I had it on the big speaker, and uh, I was like, what is this? I may not always love you, oh, this is so up your alley. This is... This sounds like... Uh, I can hear this song on repeat for days. 
This feels very Amy Mann. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah, this feels very much like this could have been in Magnolia if he didn't use God Only Knows yeah. in uh, Boogie Nights. Or in Magnolia. Yeah. You like this like production. This is all your stuff. Everything. Big production. Just subtle harmony, like little yeah. vocal line. I mean, the guitar steel pedal. I, mean, just I just feel like everything. she's in with some like studio musicians who are just like the best studio musicians who are like, oh yeah, we could do this. Her voice is amazing. She's so amazing. This song is easily one of the best songs of, of my recent life. I, I just, I can, it just puts me in a place. I remember being in Florida when the whole pandemic was, and I go ru- run on the beach, and, and this song would always start all my mixes. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. But um, yeah, yeah, this is great. And I and I made a faux pas. I just realized that I did talk about a song or a, didn't fo- make the a li- faux pas as we call them on this show my next song is actually a song i thought didn't make the cut but it did oh we oh yeah you did it. yeah yeah but i was i remember what else i already told the story about it but um cool but anyway yeah this song marty you introduced me that gaslighter song fucking banger amazing. still a banger still banger uh and the chicks i, I went back and got into them and re- read about the whole backstory of that song and yeah so it's just so many things like and that's that's found out what that guy did on that boat you know yeah, we, we figured it all find, out no yeah. we did he fucking yeah, yeah we brought a girl we know who he is and stuff we know who we are yeah we know you know who you are he was on, he's on one of those like we should have her on this podcast she'd be great if natalie if you want to come on or any of the we'll chicks, kick it back we'll, we will we'll, come we'll back pull the sheets you. off the puck i put, here's what i want you the can't sheets. you can't podcast anybody else anymore <laughs> at your house you gotta and New i just want to i'll sheet over this table with the mics as is don't touch it don't touch a thing and then if it's time or if it's Christmas rolls around, it's we pull it off. What if like you show up the next day and it's like uh, make us a mixtape? I started again with. Uh, Could you imagine? Or like I'm, I'm on like the, I'm on like MTV's uh, uh, fucking uh, Spotify channel and I'm doing it with Matt Pinfield. <laughs> well, when I had that other show, the guy I was working with tried to create different versions of it over time, and I know yeah. there's another one. It's like, like man, you just and, be a true and, music insider. Yeah, I should have said this at the top of the show, but Paul's original idea for the show, yeah, he, he wanted did. to do a whole fucking album. Well, we did that before. Two guys, one <sighs> album. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy talk from a crazy person. Could have been done. We did it before, and uh, I thought it would have worked. But All this right. was your idea, and it worked. But uh, <laughs> me, me and... Uh, me and uh, Lynn Bramer are going to take it over and t- bring it on. To Lynn can bring t- the bin over, and you guys can do all the <laughs> fucking albums you want. Me and Cheryl Crow, we're gonna we're gonna do a version. But the next song I already talked about, "She's a Rainbow," Rolling Stones reminds me of Kristen oh, Wiig. What is that? Oh, this was on your list. Yeah, yeah, it's the intro. Such a weird intro, but. What is this? I don't know. Oh, and then Ron Wood passed away. Uh, not Ron Wood. Uh, Charlie Watts. Oh, Charlie Watts. Sorry, the other, the other, not Mick Jagger or, or Keith Richards in the band. Uh, yeah, that's another reason I put it on. I'm like, man, Rolling Stones. You know, I went to that concert as a kid. It was the second concert I ever went to. Police being the first. And I, I mean, we kind of shit on Steel the Stones. Wheels. Yeah, Steel Wheels. Hey, I played that Keith Richards song. Uh, oh, the yeah, worst yeah, yeah. from that album. Um, yeah, that's true. This, I, I don't know, man. What did they use this? Was this like an iPhone, an iPhone commercial or something? I think so, but it's <sighs> it's the SNL skit. You guys got to go back and watch it. And they go into Ruby Tuesday. And and to be fair, Ruby Tuesday was one that was like too obvious. I was like, goodbye. It's like too sure. obvious. 
So I felt like this was a more of an end credit song. Yeah. Which is the way I interpreted this thing. But um, yeah, Rolling Stones are a big part of my life as a child. And then now it's like, you and I talked about it. It's like, and I think Dan Carlson, that resonated most with me on the show was you hear a song enough and you're like, that's it. You hit a peak, you're like, yeah. I can't hear it anymore. All I can that's see all the when I hear this, all I see is like bright colors and like the new iPhone coming out. Like, oh, I don't know yeah. what it was, but Maybe it just, right. I heard it, it so much where I was like, oh, the new iPad, it's all, smaller now. All Stone songs are like that in yeah. a way. I mean, I get it. And it's like, clearly it wasn't written to be an iTunes commercial or yeah. whatever. Well, no, it was. But do you, is there ever a Stone song that came on and you're like, oh, I'm going to, you always kind of Sympathy for it. the Devil is like my one, yeah, but then it's been in so many movies and stuff. Like the Stones are an interesting band Honky because Tonk Woman is like that too. you've heard all their songs and they've been used so much. Everything. They've maximized uh, the, the profitability of all those songs because, man, oh, man, they've been in everything. It's like if I need another Scorsese movie with a fucking Rolling Stones song, it's just like, okay, buddy, like, yeah. come on, man. Let's. There are other bands. There are certain songs, and we've talked about it on the podcast before we did Soundtrack episodes, where like, man, you can't listen to like Gimme Shelter without thinking of the scene. Yeah. Where yeah, and Goodfellas, where it's cocaine. just like, yeah, yeah it's, it's like, like, I mean, that song. And that's great, but also it's like, but then how many times do you see like, you know, like at the end of the movie, it's like sympathy for the devil because yeah. he's the devil, get it? It's like, oh my God, Too yeah, obvious. I get it. Al Pacino's the devil <laughs> yeah. or something. Devil's advocate. I don't know if they use that in Devil's Advocate they might have. I'm sure they do. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think that there's, there's a certain point where you're like, I can't hear it anymore, but yeah. With this whole, with Charlie Watts dying, you're like, man, that was a big part of my life when I was a t- tiny. Like, my brother was a huge Stones fan yeah, growing up. my brother so too. I, and my uncle too. Yeah, I remember watching the videos, the VHS of their like dirty videos that we didn't get over yeah. here, but they played in Europe and stuff. And I remember like, there's one with the big giant peanut, the big inflatable penis. That's Pink Floyd. No, no, no. Uh, there's a Stones one with a big giant inflatable penis. Oh, yeah, penis, yeah, And yeah. there's like so, it, I remember being like, I had to like leave the room when I was like, really? I'm going to watch this later. Yeah. They, um, I taught myself how to play drums to, uh, I wrote about it on Facebook, but um, to Charlie Watts Tumbling Dice. And I remember I was like, maybe fifth or sixth. I was really young. Yeah. And uh, I was in junior high and uh, I used to lock my room, lock myself in the room. Mm-hmm. My cousin gave me a floor tom. And I used that as a snare, and then I created all this noise. Oh. And I played. I was like, I watched Charlie Watts. I'm like, I could do this. Yeah. And I played the whole Rewind album, which was the not the Hot Rocks, Rolling Stones, Grace, but the other one. I'm like, I could play the drums. Yeah. And then I went behind a real drum. I'm like, yeah, this is not hard. <laughs> I I remember like stuff like that where it's like you can't watch this, and I'd be like, okay. And then you wait. I'd wait, and everybody'd be gone. They'd be at school or or whatever work or something, and I would just you know get a. Get some Doritos and a little fruit punch Gatorade, and I'd be like, "All right, now I'm gonna watch this shit." So it's happening. Yeah. And then probably like melted my brain. All the stuff that all the phallic stuff or Stones references I didn't get because yeah. we're like, you're like, why can't we watch this? I remember when Steel Wheels came out. I I like, remember oh. seeing because uh, again there would be the hype for these videos, and I remember the hype for um, Mick Jagger. David Bowie dancing in the streets. And I remember watching that video and being like, what the fuck is this? Who are these weird, you know, the story on that, they're like all coked yeah. up on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, among other things. <laughs> oh, right. I mean, that's oh. a, it's a problematic time in both of their lives, but yeah. uh, there was a young girl involved, but Oh, who really? Knows? Who knows? I thought it was, they were with each other. Who knows? It's one of those things. The more you read, the more you're like, oh boy. So, <laughs> 
Uh, let's keep this train rolling here. This next. This song. is this was your your wild card pick. Really? Uh, for me, I was just like interesting. This was one that no matter what, this was the the last two songs I had on this were the ones that I knew I was going to put on no matter what. Yeah. This is uh, only because of the movie Lost in Translation. This is the song oh, at the end, and I remember watching that movie and being like, "Wait, what?" And having to watch the movie over and over again. But now, whenever I hear this song. I'm like, this is such a good ending. Do you know song. when I first saw this, I did, I was like, is that just like honey? I kept thinking of that lips like sugar, oh, sugar, sugar kisses. kisses. I uh, was like, lips like honey, the church, or, yeah. honey kisses. No. Yeah, let's play a little bit of this it. This is a uh, lost in translation. The end of the movie. Yeah, which is one of my favorite movies. Um, I know you don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you make up my mind for me. Definitely a great end of the movie. Uh, what do you think he says to her? Uh, isn't this creepy? How how much older I am than you? <laughs> I don't know. You want to have sex with an old man? Um, this is one of those bands, Jesus and, Jesus and Mary Chain. One of those bands where I'm like, I should probably sit down and get a little more acquainted with them. I was a big fan of theirs, and uh, Hope Sandoval from uh, Mazzy Star was dating him, and they were like, they did that song together. Oh always. man, I saw. I, I think I mentioned before in this podcast. There's a video of her now. Um, oh no, no, no! But oh. whatever, everyone ages. Um, but there's a video of her back in the day, peak Mazzy Star, uh, and there was a fundraiser for a school for special needs children i think in san francisco maybe like a famous concert they do every year and there's all these kids on stage and she sings fading to you and it's just like holy shit it's like it was like i could imagine the people there were probably like oh yeah it was like one of the greatest like she's amazing. performances i've ever seen the i mazzy star got me through uh law school i would listen to those albums and just like study it was just easy just fucking amazing songs uh jesus and mary chain uh, was one of those bands that like they were always on the festivals. Yeah, uh, do you remember? Like I feel like the, early. I feel like they're kind of like your favorite band's favorite band. Yeah, like they think they got on a lot of stuff because bands were like, yeah, Jesus Mary Chain. Yeah, they they peaked and like I remember on 120 minutes I saw them and I was like, what? A, but nothing. They never got past the certain level. They were like, it is wild. At least th- in America, to think like, uh, and again, this is one of those bands that you'll be like, whatever happened to them, and you'll throw them in YouTube and there's like. Oh, here's them playing in front of a hundred thousand people at some music festival. Oh, yeah, you know what maybe I mean? They're still big in other countries. But it is wild to think about oops, some of those bands that just never had that one big hit. Yeah. You know, and like a lot of times too, I'll listen to shows. They had a few, but I'll, nothing. And they're like they're like songs that I thought were hits, and they're like, it went to number seventy eight in the top one hundred. And it's like, oh, and they're like, big deal back then. It's like, well, okay, big deal back then, I guess. Yeah. Well, back then if you were seventy eight, you still sold five hundred thousand units yeah. or whatever so you you had enough money to buy a nice how many house? how many units is a is now. diamond is diamond oh now you go platinum from selling like under a hundred thousand yeah, the rules have changed but, but like i forgot what's what album i was listening to i think it was madonna's vogue went like diamond diamond Di- which is like is it like a hundred million uh it can't be a hundred million but like i mean just a wild amount of uh of uh of records sold uh let's see only 117 albums have made diamond certification okay um 33 million units <laughs> wow 
that's like one of those where it's just like you know somebody who has this. You know who has the most diamond albums? Uh, I want to say are you la- you're like laughing a little bit, so it's no, gonna be I think silly. you will get it because you uh, this is up your alley, sort of. Um, that should be a hint. Garth Brooks. Garth Brooks. Yeah, I think you've got like Garth, Celine Dion, Madonna, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston, Whitney Houston. Uh, let's see. What's the number one selling album of all time? Um, oh, that fucking great uh, um, Hotel California, the greatest hits of those fucking guys. No, it was for a while though, right? The Eagles', the Eagles yeah. greatest hits. Um, well, this is old. This is Wikipedia. So what was what is Thriller the, by Michael Jackson? Thriller. Yeah. I wonder if that's going to be knocked off at all. But I, I, I do remember uh, hearing about how like the the greatest hits for the Eagles was like yeah the and it never stopped. There's being a new a special big about that uh, David Geffen special on Netflix. Because yeah, people were like, "You're crazy! You don't put out a greatest yeah, hits right. yeah. after one album." All right, man. This one's definitely been on some greatest hits. This this, this is, our, is the our, this, this is, is the end. This song remi- does this song remind you of the end or no? Was it? I didn't think. No, this not was- at all. Really? When I saw this, I was like, "What is this on here?" I this, this was you being so silly. And no, you were like, this is me. The Champions of Music Mix podcast. I, I mean, a little subtle. Je- I think that's true, but I just for some reason when I hear this song, it's like the end for me. I always am like, "Oh, we now, did it. Now, we did our best." Now Let's I don't on. have to play. We will rock you, right? No, the, the intro. No, 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 no. We no. just. This play is that. just. This song reminds me of just the ending. It I, was weird. I don't know why. I feel like XRT every once in a while would play. And I'm not even a fan of the song. We will rock you. And then you're like, yeah. oh, that's that song. And then you hear, yeah. and you're like, what? We are the champions by Queen. Again, big Queen fan. This isn't one of my favorite songs by them. But for some reason, this song is like a yeah. melancholy feel. I just see end credits rolling up. Sure. And for for... For this show, I feel like it's a perfect end for uh, our I do feel episode. like, oh, thinking about My Way from Frank Sinatra, it's a little like, yeah. eh, kind of borrowing from that song a little bit. I mean, it's like, it's like, hey, we did it. We're the champions of the world. And we are, in a way. <laughs> it, it just always reminds me that when we, when we came up with the idea for this, uh, this was the first song I thought of. Really? I was like, why is that possible? And then I thought about it. I mean, I, I probably at a, at a time when you were a kid, you probably yeah. heard this and you were like, what is this? And like, I'm you sure know. it's also the last song they played at all their concerts too, or it's just kind of like a, it's a, just a high end. Is that, is that movie any good? The Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's like so factually yeah. all over the place, but it's good. It's great. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. Okay. Rami Malik does it. I've always fan. enjoyed uh, Queen. I think Bicycle is my favorite Queen song, <laughs> but I, I enjoy all Queen. Oh, they're they're one of my favorite bands, uh, and I, and you start to appreciate them more when you get older. But I like uh, this part. Fortune, everything you want. Just trying to fit all the words in. This is a great. Yeah, this is fun though, and this is a song too, and I think this is especially helped a band out with me as a kid, where if I could understand every lyric, I I gave it more attention. If there was a song like um, oh, you didn't know the lyrics, you'd be like like Louie Louie yeah. or like or like or it smells like Teen Spirit. I was just kind of like I okay, it's a I don't know what the fuck he's talking about or like some of those Pearl Jam songs where I'm like, what is he saying in this song? Yeah. But when a song is very clearly like these are the lyrics to our song that I am singing right <laughs> now, I'm like I just appreciate it. Do you enunciate words? When I've noticed that on stage, I'll like enunciate words that 
it kind of kills the joke, but I'm such a grammar Nazi that I'm like, I got to say I think right. I do the opposite where like, instead of saying something, I'll say like something. Like, I think I kind of like. So I, I have a joke where I say the word Latin, but I, when I say Latin, I say Latin. See, and I say Latin. Yeah, Latin, that's how. But Midwest. I, so now when I do the joke, it gets a bigger, bo- it gets a bigger yeah. laugh when I do it the normal way. Because you're bougie. Way. Yeah. Of I being did a when I I did a uh, <laughs> I, I I do uh, Latin. commercials in another state. I do commercials in another state uh, that no one here sees. It's my secret. And um, they it was voiceover? fast food. No, oh, well the, yes, voice, voiceover and uh, and uh, fast food. But I the, they have a new. Um, cod sandwich and during the commercial i kept getting they're like dude you're you're like saying cad like you gotta stop saying cad because oh, like yeah because of my chicago Texas, accent yeah. yeah hey you didn't yeah i'm supposed to say oh that. shut up i'd be proud of that it I'm was funny get, stuff to get kicked out kicked out of commercials Nonsense. um yeah man well, we did it we did it this was uh hey guys uh, uh send us your favorite Memories, Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. <laughs> no, and seriously, this was this was so fun. It was one of those pro, you know, and you make you told me you already joked that I do all these projects, yeah, and it's true, we did, but like this was this was a fun, this was something I looked forward to because it was like it wasn't scripted, there was just fucking, yeah, got to talk about music. <laughs> I, I, I feel like such an idiot because my buddy, my buddy John, and I've talked about it on the podcast when this song came out, he was like, Hey, this is going to when I funeral. die, you play this at my funeral. And I'm like, okay, man. So uh, it's very fitting for the end this of this. Like, I thought you'd have this. The song. Counting Crows We've have been it. the Counting Crows. No, I think I think like you know, I think every good show has their their punching bags in a in a in a respectful way. Uh, I think uh, I think like back in the day, you know, like Howard Stern would make fun of like Chevy Chase, but be like, yeah, the guy is funny as shit. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say he's not funny. Um, did you see that sh- that Chevy Chase tweet he did? No, what did he do now? He no no, it's all good. He had a um. He had a funny bit he did where it was like, I think it was something like older people can still be funny. And it was going to be one of those things where you put the sheets, you know, they take the piece of paper off and it's like, you know, they do it like Bob Dylan style where it's like, I have all these pieces of paper and I, and, and then here's why you should listen to this podcast. Oh yeah. But, but he just kept taking the back page off and never moving the front page. Oh. And every time he would do it, he would look in the camera like, see, uh-huh. How about that? You didn't, bet you didn't think about that. Yeah. It's great. It's a great bit. Um, but yeah, the Counting Crows have been uh, have been a fun. Just like Scott, I would say this. Here, here's our Mount Rushmore of making fun of stuff. Uh, Indiana. Uh, <laughs> we didn't make fun of Indiana. You always throw Indiana, ah, Indiana on the bus. I'll, I'll go. Counting Crows. Uh, um, Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan. Um, uh, um, uh, country music slash Indiana. I think yeah. Paul does that. Okay, fine. Uh, the and police. Oak Brooke, the police. Yeah. Police got a lot of um, shit for a while. You know, Ska. Ska. Uh, for sure. I really um, felt like you hurt your brand by going after Ska. <laughs> I um, think it was on brand for me. I would love if there was like a, uh, oh, there might be. I was. I, gonna... got, I got a message. Someone when Fall Out Boy was at, uh, yes. was at uh, Wrigley Field. Yeah. And then someone from the show texted, you really fucked up. <laughs> Why? Remember, because I didn't, I didn't book them or I didn't. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, that's very funny. That's very uh, funny. And our friend, friend of the show, Christine, sent me updates of the Counting Crows shows and I would send them to you. Yeah, uh, I had a buddy in Denver who Adam, went and saw it's, Adam Gertz talking through fucking it, Anna Begins. It's uh, God, these motherfuckers. I would be, I think I would be enraged if I went to a live <laughs> Counting Crows concert because back in the day, 
because they they would fuck around with those songs live too much too much you fucked around too much and and that's a thing i told uh multiple people are like are you gonna go to the show i'm like no i've i've seen them and they you know fool me once shame on although i am noticing and i don't know if this is for any reason whatsoever people send me stuff but i feel like he's out there a little more now adam dirtz is out there he in is. the world a little more he's he's got a lot of comedy he's got a lot of comedy friends too i think uh i know that he tweets at a bunch of comedians and i think our friend tommy mack uh talks to him i wouldn't something. doubt it man he and he and i love his current look he just looks like a dude who who has been in a million bands who works at a record store who's like <laughs> happy to help you like find something i, I, some I love i love it for you oh yeah yeah yeah. i know them come on follow me that's how he sounds i too. love it i love it i love it do you have this say yeah like that <laughs> like he's just like yeah well paul thanks you're the only one who laughs at my adam dirt stuff except maybe <laughs> some still, tape heads out there still makes me i can like be on stage and fuck around and do that back in the day and paul would be the only one laughing in a giant I comedy club can't understand you do so many impressions on this show yeah and i I mean you did them on shows you you would do them live at comedy shows only like as a on a sunday when nobody was paying attention but i was like that's like a whole skill set that i never had there's like comedians who just make their career on yeah well that's why i don't have a career (laughs) so (laughs) but you had these impressions that do you do it on all these other podcasts you do impressions Uh, at marty and sarah love wrestling yes i do quite a bit but they're all impressions of wrestlers wrestlers yeah Yeah. well and billy corgan who's a a wrestling company owner wow well well it's been a treat marty it has been a treat i appreciate you paul i appreciate the new show friendship yes uh the new show will be uh albums only (laughs) yeah check out paul and whoever the fuck he can con into listening to a whole album no Um, i can't do this show without you well i appreciate that uh Unfortunately, I am going to do a new music podcast <laughs> on my own. No, um, I'll, I'll. Yeah, if you Paul, do, I will. See I, and I know you will. I'm sure you have this all <laughs> trademarked and everything. This is probably like some b- fucking behind the music shit where it's like, but what he didn't know is Paul trademarked everything about this podcast. Like Even legally, his name, Marty yeah, DeRosa. like legally, I can't be on a podcast as Marty DeRosa. That's what WWE does to people. I can't be on a podcast as my own name, where I can't fucking. Uh, or I can't do like a podcast I, about music. Like I anticipated every name you'd have for a show, and you're like, all oh, these are taken. Make us a playlist. God damn it. He took everything. <laughs> he took everything. Always thinking ahead. Yeah. Well, uh, that's been the show. Let's do a little of this as we as we say goodbye to everybody. Oh, Mike thanks. Ness's version of Don't Think Twice. It's all right. Closing and don't time. you buddies think twice. It's all right. We'll be back every once in a while. We'll definitely be back for Christmas. I can already see us right now sitting at your table with some hot cocoa. Wearing Christmas sweaters, and uh, we'll have the beautiful Matt Drufke there to. Uh, to if they, play if some you got Christmas an episode songs. you want us to do before that, Paul Marty makes at gmail.com. We will talk to the producers and <laughs> see what we can do. Hundred bucks an episode. I'm gonna need some money. No, I'm kidding. Love you, buds. Thank you so much for uh, for listening to this podcast. One hundred episodes. You can listen we to them whenever you want. You can go back and listen anytime you want. And uh, if you love music, do your own podcast. I don't know to tell you. You're but fine. Don't take we don't know idea. anything. Hey, God, to be honest, I'm going to be honest. We're, I'm really not a music insider. No, you I've are been, now. I've been lying the whole time. But I think I tricked Joe Shanahan into thinking I'm a no, music he insider. You are definitely. You're the you're the music insider of, of the people. Hey, I'll take it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>